In a world of conflicting values, when questions are more common than answers, God's Word provides everything we need to live a God-centered, truth-driven life. Now, here's the Word for Life broadcast, brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Well, good morning, and thank you for uh, joining us for uh, another broadcast here for the Word for Life put on by Brookside Baptist Church. And my name is Ken Keltner, and I'm the pastor at Brookside. And if you don't have a church home, we'd love for you to come by and see us at some point. And if you do, uh, our encouragement would be, hey, you get right in there and serve and and help and be a great uh, encouragement to your pastor and um, minister uh, again for, for the kingdom. For that's what we're living for, not for this earth, but for uh, our eternal home. Well, I'm happy to have in studio with me today uh, Dan Sahested, and uh, Dan and I go way back, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit here today uh, and in the next broadcast. But Dan and Lynn, I, I met uh, back in Tulsa at Tulsa Baptist Temple, and Dan, we love having you and Lynn at Missions Conference, and you're part of our missions family, so thank you for, for your service there in Romania for 30 years, and then uh, just for being here this week, and then also uh, just for your friendship, and we're glad to, glad to have you here this morning with us in the broadcast. It's great to be here. We're thrilled to be a part of this church, your missionary family and uh, your faithfulness to us in uh, prayers and support. Yeah. Well, Dan and I go way back. Uh, I was a youth pastor uh, there in Tulsa, and um, I, I served in that capacity for about 18 years, and I traveled for a couple of years just speaking for uh, the teenagers for Northland Baptist Bible College, uh, which uh, you heard uh, from Jim Tillotson, who is the president now of Faith Baptist Bible College in Ankeny, Iowa. He graduated from Northland, but Northland is no longer a Bible college anymore. But um, I ended up uh, ministering there in Tulsa and needed some youth workers and was able to finagle Dan and Lynn (laughs) Sahested into helping me with that. So, Dan, why don't you take it from um, you were, uh, you'd graduated from Oklahoma State in uh, uh, mechanical technology. Um, you, I remember you telling me one time, you'll never get me out of my cowboy boots and my blue jeans mm-hmm. and my cowboy hat. And yet you had your uh, Ford F-150 pickup truck you drove around. And, yep. and so what, what all started to, to take place and, and happen there? What, why don't we start with, um, you know, when you came to Christ and, and what God was doing in your life through all of that? I was raised in a Baptist home, but it was pretty much a uh, Sunday morning Christian uh, situation. But I'd really heard the gospel uh, all my life, uh, unlike uh, my wife, who didn't grow up that way. And uh, I remember as a little boy, uh, my mom and a friend of hers uh, took me and my sister and I think another kid uh, to an evangelistic meeting. And I, I couldn't have been more than five or six. And uh, I don't know who was preaching. It was downtown El Paso, Texas at the time. And uh, I heard the gospel, and I'd already uh, heard it before. And I just felt like if I don't get up and go forward, I'm, my heart's going to get pulled out of my out of my chest. So I did. I went up and got forward. And they did it right in the sense that uh, they took us back uh, into a, uh, a council room, and a gentleman sat down with me and my mom and was asking questions, and I couldn't answer anything. I didn't really understand uh, I didn't get saved at that time, but there was a tenderness in a little kid, uh, mm-hmm. and he dealt with it properly. It basically said that, said, you know, just let it go, uh, let things go. 
But when I was about 17, in the summer of 74, uh, having gone to church uh, pretty much all my life, I understood the gospel. Uh, and there's just one night that, uh, about 10.30 at night, and laying in bed by myself, that uh, I knew, I sensed that it's either now or never. Hmm. That's not necessarily true, but uh, that's what I sensed. And I yielded and uh, accepted Christ as my Savior. And um, uh, I just, just felt the presence of the Spirit and, uh, uh, you know, that uh, it was changed. Hmm. And, the, and the following months, I uh, began to read my Bible with understanding. Hmm. Uh, it was uh, suddenly kind of came alive. And uh, it was just, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Then I went to Oklahoma State and got away from the Lord and uh, met my wife our last year, my last uh, semester and a half of, uh, or three semesters, I should say. Mm-hmm. Now, was she a believer at the time? Uh, she was a believer, uh, technically. Uh, sounds strange. Uh, she was saved when she was in sixth grade. Okay. But she was not raised in a Christian home at all. Okay. So both of you, you know, after you came to the Lord, you would say, we started to grow, but then when we got to Oklahoma State, that didn't really... Yeah. Well, she materialize. never even really got... Uh, she had some friends. She lived in deep South Texas, and uh, they had some friends that had a, a little uh, uh, thing going on. on su- in summer times, all the different churches would have vacation Bible schools, and they would go from one to another. But the first day, one kid would go... And then there's always a prize for bringing the most visitors. And then the rest of the gang would come on Tuesday. And, uh, and oh, they, they, they lived off like that. They, 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 knew, they knew the system, They right? worked the system well. <laughs> but um, uh, there was a little Presbyterian church down there that they went to one time, uh, or uh, VBS. And the, the lady in there, uh, the, that age group of sixth graders, uh, was a true believer. And she presented the gospel, and Lynn got saved. Uh, went home and told her parents about it, and then there's kind of, oh, well, that's nice, and that was it. And so it wasn't until we were married and uh, got moved to uh, uh, Hobbs, New Mexico, where we really began to uh, grow for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then from Hobbs, uh, you somehow got to Tulsa. And if you're just joining us, um, I'm speaking with Dan Sehested, a missionary to Romania for 30 years, uh, he and his wife, Lynn, are at uh, the missions conference here at Brookside Baptist Church and uh, shared a little bit of his testimony, how he came to Christ, how Lynn came to the Lord, and then they started growing in a church in Hobbs. And then you came to, to Tulsa and to Oklahoma and um, pick it up mm-hmm. from there because uh, that's uh, at some point where we where our paths crossed. Mm-hmm. We moved there. Uh, I got transferred in the oil field to a, uh, a teaching position uh, with a company where we would hire uh, petroleum engineers, take them through about a 12-week course on what we did uh, in the oil field. And, um, and uh, I ended up staying there longer than normal. It's about two and a half years that I was there. And that was in uh, 1985. And you came in that same year, a little bit later. And it was there that uh, um, the Lord began to give me some uh, experience, more experience in public speaking as such. Uh, I was very backward, very shy, uh, would never get up in front of people. And it, uh, it was there when I had to. And uh, the Lord was good to me in that, uh, you know, I wasn't a classroom teacher by any means, uh, but uh, I would teach the equipment that, that we used in the oil field and teach the men how to, you know, mix the concrete that we're pumping down the hole, how to mix the various slurries and whatnot. Uh, and I could do that. And with that medium between uh, me and the students, uh, something to do with my hands, uh, I began to learn, you know, how to 
speak uh, somewhat intelligently, at least, mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, other people. And so, um, you you how did you, you you got to Tulsa Baptist Temple? And you guys were I think you were already there when I came, right? Yeah, we were there just uh, a number of months. Okay, before I got there. And then I remember uh, they wanted to have a fellowship or something, and someone wanted to know if I could get up and uh, share a little bit about myself, maybe do a couple of skits or whatever. And uh, um, I called on Dan Zahested. You were down front there, and I needed the cowboy up there for that skit, and I called you up. And And uh, I never forgave you for that. (laughs) And the the rest is history. I mean, you both got got involved in in youth ministry. Yeah. um, you you went and helped me with uh, teen camps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you, you helped me. I remember with an out, a soccer outreach that we were doing, and yeah. Yeah. you, you uh, helped get the goals and make get the fields ready. And and you were just serving. You were on uh, youth retreats with us, uh, missions trips. Did you guys uh, uh, take any y- trips? Yes, we did do that one. Uh, that one year we were set to go to Fuji, the Fuji Islands, oh, Fuji yeah, Islands, and it got, and and it got, it got canceled. canceled. We ended up in Hawaii, of all places. Uh-huh. That was the first time out of the continental U.S. Yeah, and that was uh, with Pastor Joe Taylor. Did, right. did he led yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard I've heard great things about that particular missions trip, and so um, God God was really doing some some wonderful things through you guys. You were a great encouragement, I know, to Kathy and I, and and your ministry. Uh, they were both you and Lynn. And then uh, while you were there, God started really moving your heart towards, because mm-hmm. mm, you were in a very strong missions church. Yes, we were. Yeah, and uh, so the Lord started moving, and um, just just walk us through that, how you decided to, to leave that behind go to Bible college. It uh, actually began when we moved uh, down to Hobbs. Now, I was raised in a, a, a denominational Baptist church, but I'd never met a missionary in my life. And when the Lord in the in the oil field moved us down to Hobson, Mexico, uh, there's an independent fundamental Baptist church. And that's the first time I ever met a missionary. And mm-hmm. the first time I'd ever seen a missionary. And um, uh, so we uh, we got transferred to Tulsa, and things were going uh, well, involved, like you just said. Um, and then you did something to us, uh, like pastors sometimes do. You put a missionary in our home uh, during missions conference. And he had had the same kind of background that I had in the oil field. Oh, which and one was Darryl it? Darrell DeShields. And yeah. he'd been working in the North, in the North Sea. Yeah. And we just hit it off. And we, we had that commonality. And on the last day of the missions conference, before they were leaving, we took him out to dinner. He just looked at me across the dinner table and said, Dan, you're not happy, are you? <laughs> and I said, no, not really. And uh, that, that guy kind of broke it loose. Mm-hmm. And then it was a year later when uh, I knew God was calling me. And I was uh, insecure about it and uh, just uh, lots of questions. But uh, uh, the next year we surrendered, and that fall we were on our way to Bob Jones for seminary work. And while you were Bob Jones, then you uh, were over at Hampton Park, Hampton, uh, Hampton Park. and you uh, were their bus director? Or They, they had a, a pastoral intern program, and uh, the primary, one of the primary responsibilities of that was uh, directing the bus ministry. Okay. And so you had opportunities, I'm sure, to even speak to the kids. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, that at the time, that was a very uh, evangelistic-centered ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I know you were out, and you were sharing the gospel and talking to people. And you went through that, and how long did it take you to get through your, your training there? Uh, I was able to pack uh, three years of seminary, seminary into four and a half years. Okay. 
And uh, then from, from there, it only took uh, 18 months to raise their support to go to Romania. Now that That is uh, remarkable, the 18 months to, to get your mm-hmm. support. And in our next broadcast, we're going to be talking with Dan about Romania, uh, 30 years. And I think uh, when we were visiting this last week, was it 85 or 89 missionary couples uh, went over to, to Romania? And, and It was about 80 uh, in the 1990s. Yeah. And uh, you and Lynn are part of three that are remain that have remained there in Romania. As far as we know. Yeah, through all the ups and downs of ministry. And so we'll be visiting uh, with Dan uh, in regard to that. And um, we look forward to uh, to hearing what God's been doing there in Romania. And Dan, thank you so much for, for being part of the not only our conference, but uh, the ministry uh, of touching the lives of people there in Romania. And I want you to share... Uh, the story of the one fellow, I can't remember his name, that when we were out there visiting with you that would come and his wife came to Christ here yeah. recently. What was his first name? Florine. Florine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell you, that is a powerful story. I hope that you'll you'll join us for that. So trust that you have a great day, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning, and look forward to our, our next time that we're together. Have a wonderful day. We hope you enjoyed today's program. If you have a question we can answer or would like information on the Word for Life, would like to donate to help continue to produce this broadcast, or need resources for your Christian walk, contact us at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 North Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. You can also visit us at brooksidebc.org. That's brooksidebc.org. Or call us at 262-783-6180. That's 262-783-6180. Thanks for listening today. And please tune in again as we bring the Word of God to your life.